expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 15 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,156 on turnover of 2.5 billion NT. The market continued its winning ways on Thursday, but buying was weaker and gains were muted compared with earlier this week. Investors were closely watching the outcome of the meeting between U.S. President Joe Biden and China's leader Xi Jinping for guidance throughout much of the trading day. The cabinet has approved a proposal to spend 1.34 billion NT for the cryptographic splitting of cloud stored data from 18 key infrastructure management systems. According to the Ministry of Digital Affairs, establishing a cryptographic splitting mechanism will ensure key infrastructure management systems can continue functioning during disasters. The ministry says cryptographic splitting of data is part of a multi-year plan to transfer data to cloud-based storage. The first stage of the program is to transfer data from 29 infrastructure systems to a public cloud between 2021 and 25, while the second stage will see the establishment of a cryptographic splitting mechanism between 2024 to 27. The Ministry of Digital Affairs says data covered by the proposal includes the National Health Insurance Management System, the Vehicle Management System, and the Entry and Exit Management System. In international news, Israel says it has found a tunnel shaft and weapons in the Al-Shifa hospital as its forces continue to search Gaza's main hospital. Sarah Coates reports from Tel Aviv. The war in Gaza drags on. Aid groups and international bodies say they are extremely worried about the future of the coastal enclave of Gaza, both in the short and the long term due to the amount of damage that's being done to critical infrastructure like water treatment facilities, hospitals and also homes in the Strip with so many people displaced. Now in the long term there's been a lot of talk about what it would look like uh, a post-Hamas Gaza scenario with many Israeli politicians weighing in. Now, one of the latest, the Israeli president, Isaac Herzog, he's spoken out about what he believes on this situation, saying, if we pull back, then who will take over? We can't leave a vacuum. We have to think about what will be the mechanism. Syrian President Bashar Assad's office and state media are reporting that Assad has issued a decree granting amnesty and reducing sentences for several categories of crime committed prior to Thursday. No reason was given for the amnesty, but it came on the anniversary of the 1970 coup that brought Assad's father and predecessor to power. 
Assad has issued similar amnesties since the country's deadly conflict that has killed half a million people began in March 2011. The decree granted a complete pardon for misdemeanor convictions and people serving prison sentences who have reached the age of 70, and those who have incurable diseases. And delegates at a reparations summit in Ghana have agreed to establish a global reparation fund. To push for overdue compensation for millions of Africans enslaved centuries ago during the transatlantic slave trade. The agreement announced Thursday adds to the growing demand for reparations after about 12 million Africans were forcefully taken by European nations from the 16th to the 19th century and enslaved. Delegates to the conference in Accra did not say how such a reparation fund would operate. A report by the special UN forum said people of African descent continue to be victims of systematic discrimination, and it supported reparations as a cornerstone of justice in the 21st century. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the news for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.